Hi, I'm Cassandra, and welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star Commentary. Mwah, mwah. A few kisses for you. <laughs> I hope you are doing well. And today I'm going to be talking about how sometimes, you know, the narcissistic uh, relationships from our past can sort of creep up on a, you know, a person and you may feel haunted by it. Some people actually are haunted by past narcissistic relationships. And sometimes it doesn't help when the narcissist wants to try to hoover you back in. Okay. Therefore trying to keep you focused on your past. Therefore can have you stuck in the sunken place of the narcissist relationship. You know, that's not, that doesn't feel very good, especially when you're trying to thrive forward past narcissist relationships. But anyway, I'm so happy to bring you another episode today. Please check that description box below where you will find that I am on YouTube. Just a friendly reminder, you can find me at Luminous Star and there is a link down there for you to one of my most popular uploads, okay? And that video is about signs that you are done with the narcissist. And you know, sometimes when you're feeling pretty down and out, just go ahead and may I suggest listening to that video or watching the video, right? If you need a pick-me-upper, if you want a reminder of why you continue to thrive forward past the narcissist relationships, because sometimes, again, narcissists, when they try to hoover you back in, they try to keep you focused on the past. And the next thing you know, you're feeling nostalgic and uh, yeah, you know the rest. <laughs> but anyway, today uh, I'm going to be talking about again, uh, narcissistic relationships that, you know, past narcissistic relationships that can creep up on you. Now, I really want to talk about their strong sense of entitlement versus your strength to thrive forward. Narcissists tends to have a strong sense of entitlement. Okay. They don't care about what you've gone through. They don't care. They don't seem to care about the ordeal that you was experiencing when you were involved with him or her, right? Okay, so you might want to start looking at what you have gone through, not so you can stay stuck there, but again, so you can be motivated to continue to thrive forward. After all, the narcissist relationship was not one that perhaps had you motivated to do more things in life. It did not encourage you, perhaps, to see the best in yourself, even in other other people. It's funny how narcissist relationships can rub people the wrong way. Even people who are not directly involved, for instance, family and friends, they may not understand and overstand or understand what you have gone through, but you certainly do. However, it's very interesting how the narcissist wants to remind you of the good old days. They want you to stay focused sometimes on the upside of the relationship as if they can ever be an upside to the narcissist relationship. Okay, so narcissists, they like to keep people uh, nostalgic. So if you ask a narcissist which, which place they prefer to be when it comes to people, it is not the center of people's hearts that the narcissist wants to be. Oh no, they want to be in the center of a person's mind because once they get them in the mind, they get everything else. Ask a covert narcissist about this, okay? And they tell you, they seem to be the coldest grandmaster of that type of sick game. And that is to get people to co-sign shenanigans, okay? Narcissists, especially a covert narcissist, they tend to pit people against each other and sit back and watch 
and bask in their glory, right? They want everybody to fight for them, for their affections. But when you are looking at your strength to thrive forward, this is something to celebrate. It will often feel like you are in competition with the narcissist, perhaps from your past, who still seems to have a strong sense of entitlement to your life, to your mind, to your body, to your energy body, to your heart. Okay, and and maybe even your finances. A lot of people have reported that they have been financially misused by a narcissist and they ended up in debt. Okay, that's not fun (laughs) at all. Now, speaking as a person who has personally, okay, been in relationships with cluster B personality types, and thank goodness, not a lot of them, but I've certainly had my taste of this. This is also what influenced me and encouraged me to start the Luminous Star channel on YouTube, okay? And so, again, I just want to, for a friendly reminder, you can find me on YouTube, all right? So I certainly hope to see you over there. And uh, you can go ahead and enjoy some of the videos that more than likely will help you to focus on thriving forward. So when you have a strength, okay, that is just incredible. If you finally have realized this, congratulations. Because the narcissist does not want you to know just how strong and resilient you really are. Think about the things you've gone through. Not so, so you can stay stuck there. Absolutely not. But to help you to motivate yourself should you become triggered by something the narcissist says or does, especially when they're trying to hoover you back in. They go from recruiting those to play the dysfunctional role of flying monkey to some of their enablers to help them do the dirty work of hoovering you back in, okay? They also try and smear campaign, okay? That's not fun. That's not fun at all when you're doing the right thing, yet the narcissist keeps speaking as if you are the most terrible person on the planet and they get other people to believe it. Only those that are cheering the narcissist on. In other words, they're already on the narcissist team. The first go-to are those enablers of narcissists. Okay, you've seen them. Sometimes they are their family and friends. Okay, they're those the ones who are invested in the narcissist and not just emotionally but sometimes sexually financially even these people the narcissist will go ahead and rally them up and recruit them to play the dysfunctional role of flying monkey in order to hoover you back into a very negative or a very unfavorable situation you've been there you've done that right so why would you want to experience that again Okay, and I'm not asking that rhetorical question to be facetious or sar- sarcastic, not at all. I've, I've made that mistake at least once, and it only took me one time. Because when I made that mistake and I found out the narcissist, or in my case, it was a cluster B personality type, okay, that they weren't going to change, well, that was all I needed. And I thrived forward. I stayed focused, and I decided that I was just going to move on from that situation, because it was a lacking of restitution, okay? There, there wasn't seem, there didn't seem to be any type of sign which let, let me know that the person was interested in making atonement or meeting me halfway so we can call a truce. Narcissists often like to rage, dis, dis, dis-ease and discomfort and all types of drama 
Okay, so people don't get along. The narcissist will not make peace or make atonement with anyone if they don't feel or think that it's going to get them more narcissistic or source supply, right? They, they, they seem to think that. They seem to go that route. They don't want people getting along with each other because the narcissist tends to be about the control, not the connection. Okay, so when you have that strength to thrive forward, yeah, celebrate that. Because the narcissist will raise their ugly heads, okay, and let you know that no matter how far you've come, if you're dealing with him or her from the past, they will still let you know, hey, you belong to me. Or they will seem to, you can almost hear them say that, that they have a strong sense of entitlement to your energy, to your resources, to your finances, to anything else they want. Because the bottom line is, they perhaps see your mission in life or your pers- your per- your purpose in life <clears throat> could be to serve them or to be source supply. Narcissists often like lifers who are source suppliers, okay? They usually like them for life, not just for a couple of months, not just for a couple of days or a couple of hours. I mean, there are, you know, every now and then a narcissist may uh, feel that they can pawn a person, for just that purpose. Okay. For instance, uh, they may have someone that is a drinking buddy. Okay. So maybe a couple of hours, they go to the happy hour and that's the only way that they deal with that person. That's the only time they deal with that person. But nonetheless, the narcissist will use that person as a pawn. And you may be asking, well, how? Well, they may be getting drinks from that person. In other words, that person may be buying their drinks. (laughs) Okay. And the narcissist has a pocket full of money. Narcissists often like to keep that a secret, but they'll go through your bank account. They have a stash, though, a secret stash. Some of you have already found that out. But narcissists, they may, you know, that's just an example of how they may use other people as pawns temporarily. Okay, but nonetheless, they will see them as a source supply. They often like to get to Northville, right, by any means necessary. That is the narcissist paradise, okay? Well, they are, well, narcissist supply or the source supply never runs out. The narcissist likes to keep a lot of pawns in the dirty game of narcissism. They love it, okay? So very often when you find that you have that strength to thrive forward, celebrate that you are no longer a part of that shenanigan. You're no longer part of that drama, You remember all the times that you bailed them out of jail? You recall all of the times that you went to the hospital because they got in a fight, they picked a fight with somebody or somebody got tired of their mess and and, and they went to town on your narcissist? Oh, you remember it. Absolutely. So remember, your strength to thrive forward versus their strong sense of entitlement is a very real thing. So the next time that you start to feel nostalgic because the narcissist is working on hoovering you back in, just remember you are a person who is now hoover resistant. Okay? You are a person who is no longer choosing to invest in narcissist relationships. And you're committed to that. So celebrate your strength to thrive forward. The narcissist will not waste any time, especially when they're attempting a successful hoover. Okay, to let you know that they still have that strong sense of entitlement and they are willing to do whatever it takes 
in order to get the control. Okay, they're about the control. They will dominate the relationship again. Should you say, go ahead and reunite with them? Now, I'm not telling you not to do this. I'm just pointing out some of the common things that go on when a narcissist has a strong sense of entitlement and they're attempting to hoover you back in, regardless of your strength to thrive forward. So sometimes it may feel like a tug of war. Sometimes it may feel like you're losing that battle or that war. I assure you, once you start to look at, I mean, just take off the rose-colored glasses and look at and consider what you've gone through. How has the narcissist relationship influenced you? Okay, has it been positive? Has it been perhaps um, uh, not constructive? What about your support base? Do you have a support base? In other words, is the narcissist a part of your support base? Okay, when really what they're doing is they're staying around your energy and they're dismantling anything good that you have going in the form of people, places, and things. The narcissist tends to come in, sometimes at the most inappropriate times, and they just want to rain on your parade. That's how that looks. When the narcissist is a part of your support base, they will, at every step, they will dismantle or even discourage you from thriving forward, even though you have a lot of strength to do so. You want to thrive on. You want to get past. You're not just a survivor of narcissism. You're a thriver. Okay? So the narcissist wants you to forget that, especially when they have a strong sense of entitlement. Right now, a lot of people are reporting that narcissists from their past are coming out of the woodwork. They're popping up everywhere. Some of them, they haven't seen the narcissist in 15 years, 10 years, 5 years, whatever. Right? And all of a sudden, the narcissist is popping up. Okay, and this is not just a romantic situation. Sometimes this is family members who are just popping up out of nowhere. They want to sing Kumbaya and they want to get together now and they want to act like family now. And that hasn't been the case for you don't know (laughs) how long, right? It's like a lot of people right now are, I mean, I've seen it on social media and I'm hearing about it. So yeah, this is very real. Pardon me, y'all. <coughs> Ooh, pardon me. Mm, trying to shut up my throat chakra. Mm-mm, not today. I have a good message for y'all. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. So sometimes, you know, when you're you're focused on thriving forward, you may be feeling like you're walking on eggshells. <coughs> Ooh, pardon me. How was that? Well, the narcissist may want to have you focus on all the good things that they did. Okay, so they're trying to hoover you back in, right? They're trying to pull that abracadabra. They have a big trick bag of abracadabras, okay? Most narcissists do, especially when they're trying to hoover you back in. They're just as sweet as apple pie. They're syrupy sweet to the point where you may feel nauseous, okay? You may nauseous, right? You may be feel like, oh, you know, that's too much. Because <laughs> you can tell. But you may sometimes feel like you're walking on eggshells or looking over your shoulders because the energy of the past narcissistic relationship is creeping up on you and you're starting to feel uncomfortable. Okay? So the narcissist, they may test your boundaries at this time. 
They're trying to hoover you back in and you want to continue to move forward. You don't want a second or a third helping of that narcissism. You don't want that dish. It wasn't that tasty. Oh yeah, at first it looked good. But you know better now. You've gone through quite a bit. So when you're recognizing when the energy of the past narcissist relationship creeps up, you know exactly what to do in order to stay focused on thriving forward. Okay? Stay, remain focused. It's going to be challenging from time to time, especially if the narcissist is really going in on getting you back into their fold or getting you back into their life. All right? And usually it's to be a source supplier. So when they test your boundaries, they're probably going to call. They're probably going to love bomb. They're probably, I mean, just inappropriate, unwarranted visits, unwarranted emails. Okay. They're not beyond um, cyber bullying sometime or stalking. You know, some people have reported this. Some people are reporting this. The narcissist will pull out all the stops. The love bombing, they may figure, okay, they can do that. But then when that doesn't work, then they may move to the cyberbullying. Then they may move to uh, other things that doesn't feel so good. Doesn't feel so much, you know, the love is not in the air anymore. Then the narcissist mass is dropping at this time. And you see who they were. Okay, it's that 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 old crepted narcissist is, is coming back. You see it now. And you're like, oh boy, Right? Now you want to continue to thrive forward, but yet they're threatening to intercept that. It's almost as if they don't want you to make it to the finish line. See, narcissists, sometimes they don't even realize that there's a finish line to begin with. They're not interested in reaching the finish line. What do I mean by that? Well, let's just say, for instance, before the narcissist relationship was over, you were the person who went to counseling. You went to support groups. You you researched about uh, domestic violence or uh, dysfunctional relationships because at that time you didn't know you were in a narcissist relationship and when you look over at the narcissist they're still drinking too much they're still partying too much and I'm not trying to be judgmental I'm just telling you I know I've been through some of this myself and there are a lot of people out here who are testifying to this you look over at the narcissist and they show no signs of wanting to improve their life to improve the way they relate to people, to improve the things that, I mean, even a five-year-old can have enough common sense to know, "Mm, maybe you need to change that, (laughs) okay? But narcissists, they tend to not even realize that there is a finish line. Everybody doesn't get to the finish line at the same time. In other words, people, they grow in different pace. Okay, so I know that. But the narcissist tends to not want to change. They detest change, even when change is necessary in order to preserve or to maintain a healthy relationship. Narcissists, the, I mean, the way that they relate to people is very problematic, but they seem to not know that. Okay. And even if you tell them that, they're probably going to point the finger at you and say, oh no, you're the problem. So sometimes when a person is being tested by a narcissist, in other words, they're testing the boundaries. It may look that way. The narcissist may bring things up in the past that may push buttons and you may be triggered by that. It still hurts a little bit. 
Okay, but the narcissist will test that boundary. They're trying to perhaps get you to stay stuck on the in the past so that way they can hoover you back in. It's very interesting how a narcissist needs to use the past in order to drag you back into a very unfavorable situation, such as a narcissist relationship. Sometimes they're trying to get you to get back into a third party situation. Narcissists often, when they attempt to hoover a person back in, they will conceal the reality that they already have a third party network. Okay, narcissists, they don't do just one third party relationship. Whereas you and another person and them, oh no, they have a whole network. And a third party situation doesn't necessarily mean that the narcissist is automatically having you in competition with another person. Sometimes it's a place or a thing. Remember the happy hour that I was mentioning? Some narcissists, they love to venture out to the happy hour in order to get new supply. They don't want to ever run out of supply. Okay, so you're automatically, when they get you in the third party situation, regardless if it's for the first time or they're hoovering you back in, that's one of the things to be cognizant of. And that is they often have a network, the narcissistic personality, often their egos are too large not to have a network of third party situations. Okay, they have to have it. They seem to be obsessed by it. So just keep that in mind when narcissists are trying to hoover you back in. But again, we're talking about their strong sense of entitlement versus your strength to thrive forward. And it is up to you which one wins. Okay? So, yeah, uh, the narcissist, sometimes he or she, they will have these third-party situations that you don't know about. But then if you say, say, okay, yeah, you know, I'll give you another chance. And then you'll find out after. And of course, then you're disappointed and perhaps may even feel brokenhearted at that time. But a lot of people have reported this. I have gone through this at least one time myself. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I have gone through that. But the narcissist, sometimes they will conceal, most of the time, they're going to conceal that they have a whole network of third party situations filled with enablers, flying monkeys, Okay, those who are in cahoots with the narcissist for one reason or another. And a lot of them may perhaps come up to you and ask you what happened between you two. In other words, they seem to be rooting for you two to get back together if this is a romantic situation. But all along, they're working for the narcissist. Okay, they're reporting to the narcissist. Everything you say and or do is being reported. And it's being reported to the narcissist on a regular basis. And you may not even be aware of it. This is another common thing that goes on when a person loses the, the, when they lose the focus, when they lose focus, put it like that. And they're not cognizant of how strong they are to continue to thrive forward. They can do it, but sometimes they lose sight of that because the narcissist is influencing him or her to look at themselves and the situation that they were once in through the narcissist's eyes. Okay, this is very often why one of my tips, tools, and guidelines on the Luminous Star channel is to take off the rose-colored glasses and critically think about what is actually going on. Not saying that you're dumb or stupid. No, not at all. What I'm saying is sometimes we just have to, we have to take off the rose-colored glasses and see what the heck is really going on. Okay? Who is trying to pull out our heartstrings 
And sometimes it's not even the why. Why are they doing it? No, no, no. It's about how they're doing it. When it comes to a narcissist, that goes double. It's not about the why. It's about the how they do it. Some people, you know, if they're emotionally invested and they're still hurting after the relationship is over, no shade here. I'm just saying. Sometimes they will ask in a heated argument, they may ask the narcissist, well, why did you do that to me? Or why did you treat me that way? Oh, no. The correct question or the right question would be, hmm, how did you do that? Right? How did you go about doing that? And the narcissist most of the time will be stumped. But here's the thing. You don't need the narcissist to tell you. We may want the narcissist to tell us why they did such and such, but we don't need it. We don't need them for closure. We can often figure out why, okay? But more importantly, we can figure out how they did something just by paying attention. Taking off the rose-colored glasses, it will give us a new perspective on what's actually going on. And we don't know at all, of course, but it will give us enough information <laughs> whereas we can determine, okay, I don't want any part of this or okay, I'll continue to stick around. But narcissists, when they have a strong sense of entitlement and they're trying to hoover back in, most of the time they will try to get you to lose sight of how strong and resilient and what an amazing person you really are without them in your life. Okay, they don't want you to know that because they want you to source supply them. Narcissists often look at many pawns in the game that they have as people. Okay, really they don't look at them as, I'll take that back. They usually look at them as property. They often don't look at people as people. They look at them as pawns and property for them to use at their um, leisure or at their discretion, okay, or their choice, the way they see fit, all right? So, you know, again, think about your strength, your resiliency, and how amazing you really are. You have gone through quite the ordeal. Don't forget that. Love yourself. Take care of yourself, right? The narcissist, of course, they want you to walk on eggshells. They want you to look over their shoulder or over your shoulder. They want you to feel anxious about the future. They want you to feel like you can't make it without them. Of course, that's what they want. So when you recognize that that old energy is creeping up on you about narcissist relationships, I want you to keep that in mind. Okay. Tool number one, remember that your life has purpose because it does. Why are you here? Okay, why are you here? You're alive. Why are you here? What are you here to do? The narcissist may perhaps want you to feel and or think that your mission and your purpose in life is to source supply them. And I hope you don't feel or consent to that. Okay, so remember, your life has purpose. Tool number two, practice mindfulness. What does that mean? That means you're practicing emotional discipline. You're not so reactionary anymore. You respond to what the narcissist does when they pull shenanigans. Even when you should become triggered about something they say or do. It's called, um, oh, it'll come to me in a second, Um, self-regulatory processing. In other words, you, if you become triggered, you can soothe yourself. You can calm yourself down. That's part of mindfulness. Okay, so assertion, practicing emotional discipline, and also practicing self-preservation. Sometimes that gets a bad rap. That simply means you're taking care of yourself. You're putting your name list. You're putting your name on the list first, regardless of what the narcissist says or thinks or feels. Right? 
they want you to put their name on your priority list first but which is unfair because most of the time you're not even on the narcissist priority list or you're damn near last okay but yet they want you to put their name first on yours third tool oh wait a minute let me break down the mindfulness tools first the other one is i said self-preservation okay assertion emotional discipline and the fourth one escapes me maybe it'll come back to me in a second um oh personal boundaries that's it those are the four elements of mindfulness personal boundaries self-preservation emotional discipline okay and you do those things you do all of those things but the other thing the narcissist doesn't want you to do and i i forgot to mention this they don't want you to be a person who isn't hoover resistant they don't care what else you do but once you become hoover resistant they cannot hoover you back in and the narcissist that's their worst nightmare or one of their worst nightmares they do not want you to become that person okay so focus on your strength to thrive forward because they will remind you if they give the, if they are given the chance the narcissist will remind you some of you may have already experienced this that they have a strong sense of entitlement and they are entitled to your life your mind and anything else that you have to offer your your resources your finances third and final tool have a support base and if you can if the narcissist is a part, is a part of it give them their their walking papers show them the door they have no business a part of your support base a support base will help you to focus on thriving forward effectively the narcissist will try to dismantle that at every step and every turn I'm Cassandra. I certainly hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And until next time, take care of yourself as well as each other. Mwah.